When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. Happy Monday. Uh, this is the Miss Shannon Paul edition of the Donna and Steve show. She's sitting in for Donna today. Hope is in for Dawn. Thank you, ladies, for both being here. Yes, thanks for having us. All right, let's get musical, shall we? Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is... Is the beat. Alrighty, friends. So uh, I love finding out about new music. By the way, sidebar, I had uh, I had a uh, Pandora channel up this weekend. Turns out Walk the Moon, the yes. Shut Up and Dance With Me, mm-hmm. they have other music and it's they quite do. good. <laughs> and it's... That is actually one of yes. their, their most catchy but least favorite songs of mine. You know, yes. kind of thing. Like I understand that why the, why that was the one that we all played because right. I was still at a music station when we played that one, and I know why. You know, that was like this is the banger, and that's what mm-hmm. they're gonna leave with that single. Yes. But they have such a large variety of other songs that they do, and that's how it is with a lot of bands. And so, since you had me come on today, you know, your music is very important to me, yes. and I enjoy. You know, I, I occasionally send Mr. Patterson a text with a "You should know about this artist," and it's a song that I sent him today. I think it falls into that category, right? You'd never I heard of this never particular artist, okay? Heard of this person right and so this is a new artist her name is remy wolf she's out of california la specifically grew up in the suburbs came out with an extended ep back in april and she she's adorably wacky and random in all of her music uh she really uses um a lot of her challenges with adhd and some other things in the way that she creates her music and so she had a song that came out in april uh called woo and if you watch the video it's great because it's like if you took willy wonka and the oopa loompas and then some stuff from spy kids and threw it all together like everything oh, wow. is Whoa. happening in this video and this song is the one that dropped most recently and it'll give you a really good example of why she's amazingly uh wacky and adorably random and why i think she's fantastic and so this one that we're going to listen to today now we can only play part of it because she's also in the vein of a lot of younger new artists there are some swear words in if you listen to it for too long. Um, I listened so to it for too long this morning, and I was like, "Oh, so don't worry, we have the, we have just the right amount of time for cool. us to play this song." Right. But- and so, in your in the privacy of your own home or in your own earbuds, you can listen to the whole thing. And this one is called Monte Carlo. I think I'm gonna run a Monte Carlo. Hey, yeah. Drive around your neighborhood like real slow. Hey, yeah. I love Lucy, I'm Ricky Ricardo. Hey, yeah. Hey, Mary, meet me in the end zone. Hey, Mary, meet me. There we go. Now, that's pretty yeah. good. That's a good 
good bop. It's a good bop. It's one it's of those things. It's earwormy, too, kind of yes. like that Walk the Moon song. It's like, ooh, right. this feels like this could be the one that you just start singing and you don't stop singing. Right, because it is a bop. And even when we get to the... And it's not one of those ones, like... I don't want to say that she aggressively swears. It's not like you're listening to a Cardi B song, but just preparing her for that. But I still think it's a good bop. And it's it's definitely one of those things. That's a very good hook. Yeah. And once you get to, you know, Steve, I'm usually like giving you some songs to throw on your spinning slash indoor cycling playlist. <laughs> this is a good one when you're doing hills. Like when you get oh. to the hills part. <laughs> This like throw you have this to in the playlist. Change your music appropriately. When well, you no, get to the hills, yeah, right? because you like you went from doing like that those 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 one hundred RPMs, and you're gonna put, you're gonna yeah. pop down to like maybe like the seventies. Yeah, and that's yeah, when you right. get there. When you add a little weight, you crank it up a couple of turns, right? <laughs> crank it up a little and add your resistance in. That's this is a good song for that one when you do like come up out of the saddle and try that stupid. Well, and try it's it. uh. It's yeah. It's just got a cool little da 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 dee dee. It just feels like you just want to hum it and sing right. it. And then if if you, I was watching uh, the the video on YouTube where right. it was showing you the words. Now again, mm-hmm. you listen long enough, and some of the words will be grown up words, but uh, they're cute, catchy words exactly. too. Exactly. Um, Hail Mary, meet you in the end zone. Right. Like that's just like a cute little line. <laughs> and but it is then, adorable, and that's why I keep using the the words about it because the way that she talks about. Being a little bit all over the place, if you listen through you know, most of her songs, there's this, this I okay, here's the subject matter, but then here's the randomness. And it'll, you know, and she does kind of explore that right. you can kind of be happy and sad almost in the same moments sometimes. And sure. so she just really, like her just, just as a performer, just makes me smile. So go check out her whole album. Her album was called uh, I'm a Dog, I believe is what it was called. Something like that. Oh, all right. Hey. Yeah, so you can find her whole album. She uh, It has a number of songs on it. And you can check her all out. She's really cool. And Remy she's a, Wolf. Remy Wolf. R-E-M-I. Remy Wolf. By the way, a little fun fact about hmm. her. As I googled, who is Remy Wolf? Yes. Just to learn a little bit. Um, she was, believe it or not, Briefly seen in American Idol season thirteen, ah, okay. she she actually uh, she made it to the Hollywood round. So mm. she she did perform in front of the actual judges, not just the producers. Performed in front of the judges, made it through. Um, I saw her talking about it during the commercial break. She said Jennifer Lopez was taken aback by her audition, just saying like I didn't expect your voice to come out of your body, yeah. but it did. She got three yeses, went to Hollywood. She did get sent home in Hollywood, but um, just it's kind of funny. Another one of those. American Idol stories. It seems that there have been so many situations where you find out someone at one point auditioned for American Idol that you actually saw them on your TV and you didn't remember that you did. And I think that that just kind of shows as an artist when you're trying to figure out, well, how do I break through? And so going, Mm -hmm. okay, well, the likelihood of me winning American Idol is, you know, exponentially small, but I need to give it a shot and I'm auditioning for everything. And so why wouldn't you go and give that a shot if you're just trying to get the exposure and like, how can you spin it into something else? And if you're trying to find, especially where can you perform if you're a 24 year old new artist in L.A., you know, just trying to find something like that, it can totally understand why she'd go and audition for something like American Idol. See, that's what I, I had also recently found out um, that Lauren Daigle mm-hmm. also auditioned on American Idol. Right. And I had no idea of that. I was like, how did I 
Did I miss this? And evidently I did. It and was I think uh, it's season 18, I think. And the kind of voice that she has and the way that she looks, I would have thought that she would have made it farther for the prototype that they like to support. Right. Um, like Remy Wolf, I see, I could totally picture Jennifer Lopez saying that because she's super quirky and is one of those people where she's like this bright, shiny skirt. And, and you know, she reminds me not by music style at all, but as far as I'm going to do what I want and, 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 and wear these this particular style of clothing, like a Billie Eilish, where it's like, I'm going to sure. do what I want. And so yes. I could see them going, ah, for a mainstream show like American Idol, maybe I don't, I'm not feeling it. Right. But that doesn't mean it's not super popular. And then she's been doing a lot of like, she's like a TikTok uh, influencer. Oh, really? And which totally makes sense for the kind of way that her brain works. So being, you know, and she's like a pretty provocative TikToker um, where they, you know, and so looking for other ways to create your art and get as many eyeballs or eardrums on it as possible. I do love the power of, we talked about this last week briefly, the power of TikTok mm-hmm. uh, and Instagram. It's right now how you can just showcase, particularly TikTok is doing something special right now too, where kids just feel like I can do this. I can yeah. do it in my room, mm-hmm. may, stylize the video. You right. can edit it within, you can do all this fun stuff, put it out there. And then views or views, it's it's the easiest time to be a record executive right now because yep. you can just get a TikTok account and look and see what are people watching because mm-hmm. you know, if it's got 10 million likes, there's your focus group. People right. like her. Mm-hmm. You can sign her, give her a deal. So keep your eyes out. Remy Wolf yep. uh, is her name. You can check her out. After the break, we go um, very boring and suburban, <laughs> but I think relatable. Yeah. And here's the situation. Uh, our Facebook question today is, what household chore do you struggle with the most? I was my most domesticated me this weekend <laughs> as I was working through some projects, but then I got to the to this quintessential one that always causes me problems we'll go through some of your facebook responses you ladies think of it too what Mm -hmm. thing around the house just sort of brings you to your knees and you think gosh if i didn't have to do this we'll get into those when we return on don and steve on my talk welcome back my talk 107.1 the don and steve show on a monday 10 16 is your time miss shan paul sitting in for donna today hope is in for don well I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I got a lot of projects done <laughs> mm-hmm. over the weekend. My my wife uh, went and visited a friend that she's a trip that she's been trying to get scheduled for a couple years now, so she was able to go and do that. My kids went uh, with their cousins to a campground, and so I had a lot of time to myself in the house. And I thought there there was a list of projects that we needed to get done, and so I thought, all right, let's just. Give this a whirl. Right. Let's see how many of these I can get through. How long was your list? It was lengthy. Okay. Um, it was it was pretty long, and my wife left it not like, hey, get through all of these, mm-hmm. but you know, make More it make a, it. Productive. If you can knock a couple of these off, that's cool. Yes. Okay. She. Uh, so so with that, um, one of the things that needed done was we have had. And I know everybody has different thoughts about this. We have had our now nine-month-old son has always slept in our room because in the middle of the night feedings, it's like, look, if right. he's just right there in the bassinet, bada bing, bada boom, we're in the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are looking to uh, export him yes. eventually. And so we were getting his his uh, room ready. And so we needed some blackout curtains. Right. And then uh, they hadn't been hung for since December, since mm-hmm. we moved in here. Mm-hmm. 
I got the blackout curtains, yes. and I realized, oop, I got the wrong length. First of all, if you get the right length, you might think it's the right length, but measure the curtains because you want your curtains to just be kissing the floor. Right. And if they're up an inch, it can feel, it's like pants that aren't long enough. You know, it just doesn't look quite right. So, so okay, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Did you have to put up the, did you have to install the rod? Yes, I did. Ah, so then you could have just put the rod higher. <sighs> Well, my no, you know the problem was they were too they were too short. Oh, so then okay. I would have had to have the rod like across almost across the window. So I was like, ah, crud! I gotta go. So I go to and Target. Exchange them. I get different ones. Mm. They're better. Blah blah blah. But I must say the and they're up, they're up they're up and I got mm-hmm. ones put up downstairs. But the the process of hanging a curtain rod so that the <laughs> curtains hit where you want them to hit is so tricky to yeah. me. The wall anchors never go quite right. <laughs> so I was having problems with that. And then even if you have, let's say you have 96 inch long curtains, right? that's all good and well, but then you better do some measurement because it depends on, are they hook curtains? Because then they'll hang lower. Yep. Will they go through, will like the, the curtain rod kind of shove through so that you're scrunching the curtains? That all affects the length it is and all sometimes is, they have scrunchies on either side. So do you want them to look like they have like a little border at the top of them, or are you going to use the bottom of them? Yeah, thank there's you. thoughts. There's thoughts. There's a lot there's of math. There's a lot of me looking at a wall. What I do is I look <laughs> despondent, and I'm looking at a wall, trying to do math in my head. <laughs> the actual art of just hanging them not so difficult. If mm-hmm. someone could just say, "Here's you need to put them here and here exactly," but when I am left to my own device, the the process of hanging curtains. Just brings out the stupid in <laughs> Do you have anything that you do around the house where you're just like, oh, gosh, I just i am no good at this? You know, was, and, and the, I'm surprisingly good at those kind of DIY style things, you know, if oh. they require tools. The thing that I always mess up is I have some weird mental block about cleaning my oven. Oh, really? Like, is just <laughs> something right? And I just don't like every time I'm like, I, I think I'm going to plan ahead and I end up, okay, you need to get the gloves and then I need to get the right thing. And it just ends up being like a soupy mess all over my kitchen floor or I almost gas myself even if I open all the windows. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, I am now full of toxic fumes and my kitchen <laughs> is a mess. And it just ends up making more of a mess than me just leaving it dirty. But I need to because now it's setting off the smoke detector every time I try and bake a pizza for my kid. Yeah. So I need to clean the oven. You gotta do it at right. some point. And so I'm just bad at it. And so I every time, you know, I think I finally have, like bringing this up, I'm like, I've been meaning to do that for a couple of weeks. I should probably clean that out again. Oh, this, um, is, this is a good reminder. And it just, yeah, it just gets one of those things that I go, if, if you just do it right, you've slowly over time collected the things to do this better. You know, like I, I tried yeah. it one time where I got the steamer out of my steam mop and did that, and that worked brilliantly. So I'm oh. like, well, now you're good at this, right? And it's like, yeah. no, there was just water, and it ended up in the bro- the broiler, and just, <laughs> it was just And all you disaster. need is one bad experience, and then you're like, screw it. Yeah, not, and then you start rationalizing, and you say, it's hot enough in there. Right, it'll just you know, burn it all off. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine, and I'll just have to, you know, wave a baking sheet at the smoke detector. <laughs> Which I actually do almost every time I use yes. the oven. Because yeah. it's... It's, I don't know why I'm so bad at it. Hope, know? do you have a, a household chore that you just totally struggle with? 
Yeah, it's more laziness. I mean, oh. I can clean and organize, scrub the bathroom, but and do laundry, but I can't, I just I'm so lazy with putting my clothes actually away. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And organizing my closet. Like sometimes I'm like, wow, okay. you do all the heavy lifting, all that other stuff though. Yeah. Well, and I then, live alone. And then you stop I mean... short. <laughs> Yes. But then you stop short. You're so close to the That's finish line. That's interesting because the completionist oh. in me actually enjoys that process. Because that, I like oh, I really? like that feeling. It's yeah. totally a completionist tendency. Like I like the feeling of ah, they are all appropriately Marie Kondo rolled and put in the drawer. See, and I'm it's missing that step. Do you do the condo roll? I do the condo roll. Oh, I started doing the condo gosh. roll, and it changed my life. Doing the oh, condo really? roll because you know it's it's so much easier. She's right. It's so much easier to see your things and make your choices because sure. they're condo rolled. Versus yeah. folded and stacked, which before... And then you never get to the bottom of the stack. Exactly. And you, you go two years, you never even wear the shirt. And you're like, and that's a cool shirt. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh, why did I never wear this? And it looks like you have new clothes. It's just you didn't get to the bottom of the stack. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. This is a good response we have on our Facebook page. Tons mm-hmm. of responses on Facebook. Uh, Joanna, very specific. She says, vacuuming the stairs. I don't ah. mind vacuuming the floors, but the stairs yeah. feels like punishment. That is true, too. Yeah. In some old school vacuums. Yeah, there's not made for it. No, they're not, because there's like... What was it like when we were younger? Wasn't there like a like a it was almost like a wagon? You had a canister vac. That's <laughs> yes. what my grandma my grandma had a canister vac. So it looked like a little yeah, it did look like a little wagon or like a little wiener dog. Like it was it around, like, yeah, yeah. And it was all just a tube. That the mm. tube was the longest. And so Yes. <laughs> Uh, Melissa's with you, Hope. She says folding and putting away laundry. Yes. I oh, I'm hate glad I'm it. not the yeah. only one. Yeah. No, oh, you yeah. seem to uh you, you have some folks there. <laughs> April despises doing paperwork bills mm. kid stuff old memorabilia all just we had somebody kind of... else say that on fa- oh. on on um twitter as well steve so cindy said paperwork she paperwork, hates paperwork is a is a real a real drag i get mm-hmm. that a lot of folks um that aren't loving laundry but <laughs> yeah, uh interesting it, it does kind of i think it's that pesky task where mm-hmm. you just know i'm gonna i'm gonna fold it i'm gonna get it put away except for hope and then <laughs> and then what in a few days i'm gonna have more laundry to do and we i mean with six people six articles oh, of clothes, i have two hampers in the closet that i'm in right now right and it's like it's just an endless endless situation yeah i'm pretty lucky because it's just me and the kiddo and so i can navigate through that pretty quick but we do a lot of laundry like i do a lot of i I wash a lot of bedding and i just have myself and i still can't completely (laughs) complete the task of putting my own clothes away i like it's clean do they stay out do they stay out so long that they're wrinkled now no no it doesn't get that bad but it's like i did a load of laundry like maybe like last night or whenever like the other day and it's like they're clean they're just still in my basket like how on average how long do they rest in the basket maybe just a few days <laughs> but still, I think it's just one of those things. Why don't I just do it? So if you if right you have the process there. of the process, and I'm just trying to streamline your life, Hope. If you have the Thank process you. of, do you wash them and then end up, they sit in the basket so long that you end up wearing them again and they never make it to the drawer? 
mean, yeah, I pulled out. That should just be your life. Just clean clothes out of the basket just this bins. morning. Just bins. Just yeah. bins. <laughs> She's right. No more, She's right. No That's more drawers. Solution. Just, just lots of bins. She's getting yep. rid of all of her stuff. She'll be on a Facebook swap and shop later. Yep. Come get my dresser. So, <laughs> hey, you can play now. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's me versus Miss Shannon. You can play along. Call now. Listen anytime. Listen any. Where? Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. We've got Miss Shannon filling in for Donna today, who is off. Uh, Don off as well. Hope is pulling double duty. Hope, way to go. Well Thank done. Thank you. Yes. Proud of you. Air pat Thanks. on the back for Aww. Hope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, um, here's what we've decided we're going to do. Sometimes, you know, if we have um, a, a guest producer in, then we'll skip over a game. But then yeah. we thought, you know, let's just, let's play it anyway. So right. we are going to do a stripped down version of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Hope, right. do you feel emotionally prepared for this? No. That's exactly, <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's exactly right. Now, Hope, you get to decide, do we want to run the intro for this or not? It's stripped down version. I don't oh, really care. I have the intro, but we currently don't have a caller, but oh. should we just run the intro? You know what? Yeah, give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you want to be a lifeline for Miss Shannon or for me, mm-hmm. you can. So you call now. You've got a chance to win a fabulous prize. Meanwhile, let's play this. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. All right, friends. We're going to play this game now. Don McLean has the day off. Hope is going to be in charge of asking the questions, mm-hmm. and it's going to be me versus Miss Shannon. Now, Miss Shannon, are you familiar with how this works? Yes, I have played it, but it has been quite some time. It's been so a while, we're right? We're going to pick a caller, right? And then they, they, they pick one of the two of us that they're going to back, or how does that work? The caller will pick an immediate friend and an immediate enemy. Okay. They will place their bet on you or me, yes. and then if they happen to bet correctly, and you win, then they would win a prize as well. But Correct. if they bet incorrectly, they go home just one wah, big wah. loser. Yeah, okay, yeah, got it, got it. And then we do, so one of this, normally... One of us is getting kicked out. And one of us is supposed to not listen and we answer one at a time, right? Yes, okay. so depending okay. on who they that. choose, okay. it's a whole situation. The other person has to leave the studio. Yeah. It's a big deal. All right, Hope, oh, were boy. we able to score a caller? Yes, we have Beth. Hi. Beth, oh my gosh. Beth, where are you calling from? Um, from Princeton. Oh, my gosh. Princeton, shout out. How many people live in Princeton? I'm going to guess 12,000 people live in Princeton. Do you know? I'm not 100% sure. Oh, well, please make sure more to participate in the counted. census yes, this More year. than she had counted, personally. Are yes. you Beth from Princeton. Uh, Beth, if you had to eat one food and only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, Ice cream. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Choice. That's good. Bold it's a choice, brave ben. choice yes. in 2020, and mm-hmm. it feels really, really fitting. All righty. Uh, we're about to find out together what today's topic is, and then, Beth, you'll have an opportunity to place your bet on me or Miss Shannon. We turn to Hope for today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge topic. The topic today okay. is two actors, one role. Okay. So Two actors, yes. one role. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Beth, with that information... Who would you like to place your bet on? Okay, I will go with you, Steve. Okay, right, so Ms. you get Shannon? to go first. I'm going to take my headphones off and leave. Is that right, then? Okay, yes. You okay. get out of here, and then Hope will come and get you when it's time. All right, so okay. Miss Shannon's <laughs> going to be leaving the studio now. 
Uh, now, Beth, you'll have to uh, you'll have to stay quiet while I'm answering, and then afterward, if you want to change any of my responses, we will come to you at that point. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so okay. now it's my turn. I'll ask the question. At you ask right? the question. Okay. And guess what we're not going to do today, guys? We're not going to do any music. <laughs> we're not going to do any stingy timer. Donna's going to be so bummed because she hates the pressure of the timer. But this is the bare bones edition. We're I'm ready to play question me, number one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, two actors, one role. Whether it was a sequel, a remake, or a reboot, there are famous movie characters who have played... T- have been played by two different actors. So okay. I'll give you the actors in the year the movie was released, and you tell me the character. Okay, Steve, okay. question right. one. Claire Voy, 2016. Olivia Coleman, 2019. This is Queen Elizabeth. Final. Question two. Mel Gibson, year 79 to 85, and Tom Hardy, 2015. Oh, geez. Um, Mad Max. Oh, crap. I'll stick with it. Okay. Question number three. Basil Rathbone, 1939 to 1946. And Benedict Cumberbatch, 2010 to 2017. Okay. That is Doctor Who. Okay. Those are my final answers. Beth. Boy, this sounds different without any music. It sounds scarier for me. (laughs) Beth, uh, would you, you heard my response? Is any that you would like to change? Um, I will go with all of yours, Steve. Thank you. Beth, that's why Sorry, we're best friends. Sorry, I was going friends. blank on a lot of them, so I'm glad you had answers. I had answers. We don't know yet if they're correct answers. All right, Hope's going to holler okay. out the door now, and she's going to get Miss Shannon in here. And then we'll see if Miss Shannon can do it. This is the bare-bones, stripped-out version of the College of Pop Culture <laughs> Knowledge. Right. Normally we have intense music playing, mm, but okay. no music today, Shannon. It's okay. just you and the emptiness of your thoughts. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, Steve, do I turn you off? No, you can oh. leave me off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. That sounds like uh, such a personal question, Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah easy, Hope. He's in his closet. How dare you? The pressure with this game. Okay. I know, especially oh, with no, no music. music. Right. There's even more pressure. This is worse. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right, go ahead. So, Shannon, this is two actors, one role. Um, whether they were in a sequel, a remake, or a reboot, there are famous movie characters who have played have been played by two different actors. Okay. I'll give you the actors in the year um, their movie or show was released, and you tell me the character they played. Okay. So question number one, Claire Foy, 2016, Olivia Coleman, 2019. Pass. Question number two, Mel Gibson, 79 to 85, and Tom Hardy, 2015. Oh, jeez. That's uh, a tricky one. That's, that's tricky. That, oh, that that lethal weapon? I don't know. Pass. Okay, question yes, number I'm loving three. loving how this is going. Sorry. <laughs> Bas- Basil Rathbone, <laughs> 1939 to 1946, and Benedict Cumberbatch, 2010 to 2017. Okay, that's Sherlock Holmes. All right. All right, is those are final? our finals. All right, listen, guys. Let me just tell you, if you ever wondered, does the Jeopardy music add or take away (laughs) from this here's what i would say it adds production value for sure but frankly um without it in a way there's more pressure the music at least distracts people from our slow moving brains yeah uh so donna has always thought that the timer was bad but i think that this is a good case study that the the timer is actually good all righty so now we go to the answers and see, see who comes out on top
All right, so I just read them and then give the answer? Yeah, you oh, got it. Okay. This is We're flying All by right. the seat of our pants. So question number one, Claire Voy, 2016, and Olivia Coleman both played Queen Elizabeth yes. on The Crown. Gonna, darn, I should have guessed that. And now I just figured out the second one, so I feel bad that I didn't. I oh, now I'm curious if I got the, the geek, second one the right. The geek in me should have gotten oh. this one right. So you read it, and then I'm going to tell you what I think I should have said. Okay. okay, question number two. Mel Gibson and Tom Hardy both played... Mad Max. Yes. Zassy, Mad I Max. I should have known that yes. one. My brain stopped. Did you, did Steve get that one right? Yeah, he I did. did. I don't. Oh, I dug the, and I really thought that you would have had that. I one. should. I, I. I. That's the one I feel bad about. The whole royal thing. Nah. But this one, <laughs> I got a whole podcast about being. It's because there's no no music playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Thank I you. think that you think you got this last one right, but I, I don't think you did. Let's. Uh, oh, I could be wrong. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Question number three: Basil Rathbone and Benedict Cumberbatch both played. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, see, I got that one right. Dang it! So, <laughs> Steve got two out of three. And Shannon, I got one. one out of three. Beth, you win! Well done. Yes! Yay, thank you, Steve. You win, Beth. Beth, please stay thank on, you. and I will get your information, okay? I'll put you on hold. Steve, what'd you okay, say for the no, last one? No, I said Steve, Doctor Who. One? No, 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 no. They've, neither of them have played Doctor Who. Not Where did close. Benedict? Who am I Benedict, thinking of? Yeah, he didn't play that at all. If you're looking, if somebody who looked like Benedict oh. Cumberbatch, then maybe you mean Matt Smith. I know kind what of. I did. I know what I did. He played Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor he played Strange. Doctor Strange, which Basil Rathbone did not. There who was is an this? old ba- there was an old uh, uh, Doctor Strange movie, but it didn't have him in it. So no. you're telling me that people are just roaming around the planet with the last name Rathbone? <laughs> what in the heck? The, talk about a villain last last right. name. And I know him because they he was in a bunch of black and white movies that came on like the Sunday theater that my grandma would have us turn on on TV when I was growing up. Oh, really? Up. Yeah, so there'd be like a yeah, bunch of those guy old school like things. So I've seen those old Doctor, uh, those old Sherlock Holmeses. Oh, yeah, he has a real like, uh, stick him up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, boss. <laughs> Wait a minute now. He's got that kind of look, that kind of look to him. Um, Boy, that's a real. I really thought I slammed the Benedict Cumberbatch to the point where when you said Sherlock Holmes, you're like she is so I laughed, wrong. I laughed inside and thought, <laughs> How dare oh, she? she sounded confident too. <laughs> All I the was better. Quite so. Yeah. I'm... Wait a minute. Was he? It, it, was it on a TV show that he was Sherlock Holmes? Who? Uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, the the primary TV show. So that might be also oh. why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was well, him and um, uh, the young man who was in Lord of the Rings and, and who, who played his sidekick. So, yeah, he was very popular in the British uh, version of Sherlock Holmes, the, C, the series. Well, how very about spark, that? Yeah, Mr. Cumberbatch, very popular. I it. only think of um, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law ah. from their series. What did they do? Two or three movies that they... Two that I remember for sure. That they did together. I recently, you uh, weren't here last week and I was talking about this, but I saw Robert Downey Jr. in Doolittle. Yeah, did you uh, like that movie? I heard it know, was meh, and then it, the end I, was just ridiculous. Meh is a good way <laughs> okay. to describe it. It's okay. you know, it's it's fine. The, the, yeah. the, it looks fun. There's a lot of big bright colors. I was and a excited lot of talking about the animals. trailer, but not enough to actually pull the trigger and watch it when I had the opportunity. Well, we needed a movie last week uh, with the kids, and I was trying to find one we hadn't seen yet. And then I go on Amazon Prime, and it said you could rent it for five ninety nine, or <laughs> you could buy it for seven ninety nine. So then I thought. We do a lot of repeat viewing here. So I went all in, $8. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
it's it's is it worth eight dollars? Because I think that that is a reasonable uh, amount of money. Is it worth eight dollars? To own it, it is. In hindsight, I don't know if the six dollars is worth it to rent it, but eight dollars <laughs> to own it made it feel better. It's Did your solid. Nine-year-old it's like not it? great. Uh, well, <laughs> she, she fell asleep with 40 minutes left. Oh, but you so have to understand, no. <laughs> though, mom, mom had just left, though, and I said, hey, what we'll do is we'll do a big sleepover in Dad's room, and mm-hmm. we can watch a movie in Dad's bed. We're all piled up there. So n- no one was set up for success in okay. terms of lasting the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but, still super boring if a nine-year-old won't watch the the guy talking to the animals. <laughs> That's what it's made for. I mean. Fair point. Yeah, I just thought I she is the target market for that whole thing. Yeah. You know, my kid just doesn't like animal movies enough that I even tried it because I showed him the trailer and I'm like, he's like, no animals. I'm like, okay, well, oh. I won't watch it, buddy. Well, now <laughs> you're making me feel like I may have wasted $8. Because you know what's funny? Like... They haven't even asked to finish it yet. Oh, okay. So that's Maybe a bad sign. That's a bad yeah. sign. Yeah. Right. They're well, not I'm like, Dad, be... remember that thing? Nah. I'm going to contact Amazon during the break, see if I can get a <laughs> refund on that $8. Suddenly Swap feeling bad out. about my choice. Swap it out. Uh, when we come back, we will get tipsy, friends. Everybody's always talking about masks. Everybody's passionate one way or another about masks. But mm-hmm. this might be some helpful information. There was a study done, uh, I believe, at Duke University where they figured out what masks really do work well. Yes. And maybe more importantly, which ones do you think are working well and actually don't? I think you might be surprised. We'll get tipsy when we return on Don and Steve on my talk. You Hey, welcome back. It's the Don and Steve Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you got some sleep last night with all of those storms. Some of the pictures of hail that people showed last night was just insane. I did the walk around, looked at like the vehicle, like, oh, do I have any hail damage up there? Luckily, I don't think I did, but man, some of the pictures of hail, it right. was like bigger than... Uh, a golf ball. They had a baseball next to one piece. They because the the National Weather Service had said up to two inches um, in diameter the mm-hmm. hail, and that is guys, that is some big, big hail. Right, so that's like almost scary. Where I'm like, I'm glad. No kidding. Because I I've only had a hail incident once. Like yeah. when my ex husband and I still used to live in Eden Prairie. Uh, Eden Prairie. Yeah. We were out playing at the playground. And what we were sure was a meteorite came by. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. It was like, and it swooped down and it landed next to us. And we picked it up. It like, it filled your hand. It was like, well, thank goodness that didn't hit any of us. Oh, wow. Nice. So, yeah. Good golly. Well, anyway, hopefully you stayed safe. Uh, Miss mm-hmm. Shannon, that is her voice. She is in for Donna today. Hope is pulling double duty, filling in for Dawn today. Hope we're getting close to 11 o'clock <laughs> where know, your brain turns to goo. <laughs> We Pretty will much. keep listening to watch your brain slowly <laughs> deteriorate during the final hour. It's our favorite hour of the show for that very reason. Uh, let's do this. Let's all get smarter, friends. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Masks. Boy, do people have opinions about masks. Right. But maybe this is something sort of objective that we can all come around. There was a, a new study at Duke University. And what they did is they looked at 14 different types of face coverings to see which ones block the most particles. There were some clear winners. Mm-hmm. There were perhaps more surprisingly some clear losers. One in particular that I think you might be surprised with. Uh, we'll start with the good, though. Overall, they found that, of course, no surprise, the N95 masks, they work the best. They block the most particles. We've all known this for months now. Um, But I thought that this was kind of interesting because we were recently given these by um, a neighbor who was like, hey, we tried one of these and they didn't work. They had, goodness, must be like a 
a 50-pack or a 100-pack of the disposable surgical masks. Right. And uh, they say that those are almost just as good as an N95 mask. Right. Now, I will say the ones that I have been using when I use these disposable ones, um, there's still like a little opening on the side. It's not totally, totally tight everywhere to the face like the N95 is. Right. But um, I have found that it is much, much cooler because, you know, when you wear the cloth ones, a lot of the homemade ones, which are kudos to everybody for helping with that and making them. It's incredible. But they are hot. Right. And I I have some of the disposable ones as well that I got just at the beginning. And, and I can wear them, but because of some additional challenges I have with my son, he can't wear it. And so, like, he's just too, you know, he's not dainty at all. And so yeah. every time I have him put on one of those, even if it's just for, you know, we're going to use it one time. He ends up breaking it and then yeah, or pulls it off or something. So I know that those are supposed to be effective, but I don't right. have him use those. Well, um, I, I tell you, I have those. I have I have like a variety. I have some in every car because I never yep. want to be the guy who's about to go into a store. and It's like, oh, crud. I've given them to people because I keep a little Ziploc bag full of some. And so, you know, back to what you were saying about going to the store, I had somebody go, oh, are they passing it out in there? And it happened to be a store that I was coming out of and I knew they weren't. Huh. So I'm like. Here's a Ziploc bag. You know, you, you yeah, may have right. these, you know, because I was just like, okay. And again, we started with the lots of people have opinions. Yes. And so yes. I'm not trying to make people more, you know, I have my opinions as well. I'm not trying to make your life more complicated if you're doing your best to do it. I'm like, here's the thing. Sure. You know, I'm like, yeah, I will do my best to assist you. I was glad that he was asking and was interested in putting one on. So I'm like, here, let's make your life more complicated. Let's not make your life more complicated. Here's a question. Hmm. What if you don't have a mask? Is it is it acceptable if you find that you forgot one to pull your shirt up like I just did over <laughs> your nose? Like if you had a T-shirt, do you think yeah. that that would get you by hmm. while in a store? I don't know if there's a hard and fast rule for that. I suppose. I don't place... know, because right now we're saying face coverings. So as long yeah. as your face is covered. Yeah. And there was a video that went that was viral. It was very raunchy, so you don't have to Google this if you're supposed to be working right now and you and they put one of those things on your computer <laughs> where people are like, if your boss is checking what you do during I'm the quote watching. unquote work day. Because yeah. there is one uh, where uh, it was it was staged, but a series a, a, a group of ladies okay. went to a grocery store and okay. they did not bring face coverings with them. But what they did do was something upskirt related, and then they took off some undergarments that you can guess. Oh, no. undergarments from down below and then put them on their face. And that was oh. the whole video. Oh. It was, in theory, quite humorous, but also a tad much, is what I'll call it. Shannon's just trying to get us all fired today. That's what she's doing. You can go back and listen to the podcast at least once an hour so far. She has like really tried to entice you, and then she's like, by the way, it's not totally safe. You might not want to do it. There's like some aggressive language. She's trying to get us fired. I just want everybody to do it in their own time. That's okay. like, because I, I mean, because people trust us, Steve. They and do. so there's no point in me going, hey, I know what this is about. And then I don't tell you, oh, by the way, here's the part where it turns a little left. You're even talking about the, the HR spyware that we have on our computers exactly. now, too. We're going next level yeah, here. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm actually helping you not get in trouble. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Going, when you put you it that way. need to wait until later to do this. It'll make you giggle. You know, there or at you least, go. you know, call your mom and go, do you know what gross people do? Like, you know, like <laughs> it'll spark a conversation. An update from gross people. <laughs> right. uh, OK, so here's some other masks that uh, sort of came in the middle tier. Not mm-hmm. quite as good as N95 or disposable surgical ones. Knitted masks, some yeah. that have bigger holes, uh, even like a scarf. They didn't block as many particles, obviously, for obvious reasons. Bandanas. 
did not do well either, particularly because they are they're single layer. Right. And so the the ones that are really hot that people have been making that don't have holes in them, um, like it's not like a scarf, but it's somebody knitted for you. Those I, I would imagine do pretty well because there seems to be nowhere for the air to escape. But the worst mask by far were neck fleeces, which you might also know as gator masks. Yes, those runners like those. Usually. They like those. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that you, you kind of wear around your neck, and then you could just pull them up, and then it could uh, go right over your nose. Yeah, a lot of people wear them, too, when they're working out. They did not block a lot of particles and might actually make things worse. So here's what the study out of Duke University found, that they actually broke saliva particles up into even smaller droplets that got through. Mm. And then the smaller droplets can actually float around in the air longer, so they're more likely to get someone sick. Mm. Now, I have always looked at gators and thought, that looks like a guy like Ken, who's overzealous about the cabin trip where they're going skiing. (laughs) He's the guy who wears the gator a lot. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Ken or you know a Ken, and they're like, hey, I don't need a mask. I got a gator. (laughs) Better than nothing, for sure. But uh, you might be surprised to know that it's actually, I don't know how it's breaking up the particles and making them smaller. So it's basically smaller. making it more like a, it's, it's treating it as a, as a, a sieve? Is that what it's like? It's like... <laughs> yes. It's like some sort of a cheese grater Well, making my, more of the uh, disease accessible to other people. My sister has those additional filters that she that she, gave, she got those. She yes. ordered that for the family. And so it actually, you know, because one of the things that they were saying, like if you had, if you were a big fan of, of the, the neckerchief ones, which I have, then mm-hmm. I what I did is that I put another layer into them and they were saying even if you use like um the filters from your uh vacuum cleaner bag filters yeah then that's enough to add that other layer and it's easy to put it in there and make a little disposable filter that makes it work more thing because i understand sometimes you're like hey i need to be able to put it on and off of the drop of a hat how do i not forget it Maybe that'll help. Looking at it. Mm-hmm. I heard you could also get one of those lanyards, kind of like you. some people wear for their sunglasses ah, so that they can just point. pull them down. Not yep. a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, when we return, friends, I had a little bit of homework from my talkers over the weekend. One of the movies they suggested I watch is a throwback. I finally watched it and found some really fun behind-the-scenes stuff about it. We'll get into it next. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.